Welcome to Kahoon and the Wasp. Thank you for tuning in and thank you to Steel Pixel Studio. Today we're going to talk about the New York Jets, Philadelphia Eagles, and a little bit of fantasy football and, of course, our locks of the week. Also want to welcome my co-host, the Kahuna. Hey, I'm still here, buddy. Good to have you back. And let's talk about those Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. What are we now? A league leading 6-0? and I mean, come on. Undefeated. And going to the bye to just kind of rest up. I tell you what, they have been playing lights out. But I will say one thing. They're not perfect by far. They do have things they got to work on. In particular, they got to figure out how to clean up their run defense, I think. What do you think? I don't know. I love the Eagles. 6-0. and We love Jalen Hurts. We love Miles Sanders. We love A.J. Brown. Everything the Eagles defense has been bringing to the table. I like the coaching. I think some of the calls out there have been fantastic. And right now, if the worst thing you can talk about is the Eagles giving up points in the second half because their lead is too big, then I think that's a good thing for the Philadelphia fan base. No, to be it's, a about. it's a great thing. I agree 100%, but I'm telling you, when I watch the game, I just get a feeling that something is not quite right in the second half, right? Yes, they have a lead, they're going into a different mindset, but they can't be just satisfied to do these three and outs, three and outs, three and outs with the run. They gotta keep a they gotta keep the foot on the gas a little bit. If they coast too much, it's gonna occur, it's gonna catch up with them. I know fantasy owners would love to see a little bit more point action from Jalen Hurts in the second half. I agree with you there, but right now they're six and oh. They just beat the Cowboys 26-17. They're going into a bye week. Um again, we talked about Jalen Hurts. Not the biggest game against the Cowboys, but it was enough to get the win and the win in the division, very important. I mean, for Jalen Hurts, 155 yards. Uh, really, that was a quiet game, you know. Uh, A.J. Brown, after week one, he's he's been playing good, but, you know, he's not blowing off the top like he could be. Uh, Devonta Smith playing uh, superb. Uh, Dallas Goddard, talk about, you know, yak. I mean, he's just putting up all kinds of yards after catch. Um, and that run game, it's really working. And guess what? All we did last year was complain. Where's Miles Sanders? Where's Miles? You know, well, it's not like we complained. We just said they should be giving them the ball inside the in the red zone, in the ten yard line, in the five yard line. Anything. Last week, eighteen attempts, seventy one yards, and a touchdown. Just another great game from Miles Sanders, the Penn State running back. He's got four touchdowns in six games already. Uh, he had what? None last year. Yeah, and A.J. Brown, too. Five receptions, 67 yards, and a touchdown. He had a nice game. But let's go in the let's look in the future here, what we have coming up for the Eagles. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are 2-4, and four, uh, following the Houston Texans, who won 3-1, and one, and then the Washington Commanders. What do you think one loss going forward? Well, you know, I think it's actually, it's a very, uh, I like the schedule over the next three games. I really hope that they use this bye week to address a little bit of the second-half uh, play and uh, get their, some of the defenders uh, healthy and get Lane Johnson back on step. But looking at these three games, Pittsburgh Steelers, I, I'm not afraid of them right now. Their defense isn't playing the same. T.J. Watt's still hurt. Uh, Najee Harris not doing anything, right, because they can't make any holes for him. And uh, which quarterback's going to play? It's almost like a Pez dispenser. You know, which one's popping up? Yeah, the wide receivers haven't been happy. Deontay Johnson, he's been visually frustrated on the sideline now almost every game. They had the big win against Tampa Bay, but it, was that because the Pittsburgh won the game or did Tampa just not play well? You saw Brady on the sideline. Something was happening. He wants his offensive line to do a little bit more. It needs to do a lot more. And then, so what do you think? I mean, that's definitely got to be a win, right? I'm going to say three wins. It's not easy. It's probably going to go two and one, but I think they'll beat the Steelers. I I think they what do you think to, about Houston? 
Houston's an okay team, but I don't think uh, the Eagles will have a problem with Houston. I think uh, a lot of learning left on the Houston bench. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and they're running the ball well, but, you know, the Eagles will clean that up. And, you know, Washington, they have a good team, but they don't have a good quarterback. I mean, was that a beautiful thing, getting rid of Wentz and getting Hurts? That's going to really show up when they play in uh, three weeks from now. Yeah, right now, uh, as uh, Terry Bradshaw would say, got Tyler Heineken back playing quarterback. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, that's going to juice Washington. I think it's going to be a big positive for the Skins. I'm not a big Carson Wentz fan. I like him. He's okay. But I think having a new quarterback come in, those receivers need something to, to hang on to. Be careful, Washington, this week. Maybe a little bit more juice in the lineup. Well, I think so, because I don't think Heineken's going to hold on to the uh, ball as badly as Wentz does. So less sacks, you're moving the ball better. Uh, maybe they'll make some more room. Maybe they'll get uh, Antonio Gibson a little bit more involved. So we'll see what happens with that. All right, let's talk a little fantasy football. Fantasy football. We're going to start out with some wide receivers. Uh, let's start with Chris Godwin again. Penn State running back playing for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Six receptions, 95 yards, but he had 12 targets. So 50% of his catches, not the best, but 12 targets is a lot. 15 points playing at Carolina this week. Kahuna, what do you think about Chris Godwin? Well, you know, Godwin came in just as necessary. He is now a security blanket for uh, for Brady. I mean, look, Brady, the offensive line's just not working for him right now. It's even hurting Fournette in the run game. Uh, but he's got Godwin, Godwin sure hands over the top. You know, he hasn't used his tight ends anymore like he used to. You know, Brady's been kind of hurt off and on. Uh, and uh, so I like Godwin. I think he's going to always be there. He's always going to get 10, 11 looks. Yeah, I like that too. I think he'll have a touchdown this week as well. Finally, or secondary, we got Michael Pittman Jr. out of the Indianapolis Colts. He had 13 receptions, 134 yards off 16 targets, 26 points, playing at Tennessee this weekend, 13 projected. I think he's been playing very well. I think he'll surpass the 13 projected points. Well, he's the absolute alpha receiver there, and uh, he's tall. He's got great hands. Uh, he's always been a victim of his quarterback, right? Used to be Wentz. Now it was uh, Ryan at the beginning of the season. But Ryan is starting to pick it up a little bit. Is that because Ryan didn't think he had to throw with JT, and now he's hurt, so he's got to start looking for people? But now, all of a sudden, Jonathan Taylor coming back to the lineup most likely this week. Of course, they'll be running the ball through his hands, but could this open it up now if they want to stack the box? Because he's an elite. He was almost the number one overall pick for everybody in the fantasy thing. Right. You have to cover right. him. Yeah, no, Pittman, you got to cover him. He's a great receiver. I like him. Uh, and now you got Pierce on the other side or in the long routes. Uh, so you get JT, and then you got you know Pierce and Pittman. I think it's uh, I, I like the Colts this weekend actually. We can talk about that game in a little bit. And finally, on the receiver side, Tyreek Hill, Miami. He had 12 receptions, 177 yards off 15 targets, 29 points, playing Pittsburgh Steelers this week, 19 projected. Uh, we could talk about Tua coming back this week. It seems like he's been practicing. So. Looks like it. Uh, I like Tyreek Hill, and uh, I did love when Miami beat the Jets, or uh, the Jets beat Miami, and he's talking about, oh, I would have came to the Jets, but uh, the, the taxes were just a little bit too nah, much for my life. He's just a nonsense guy. It was a big win for the Jets against Miami, but Tyreek Hill, Great player, super fast. I didn't think his game would translate in Miami like it was in Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, but that just shows you how dynamic Tyreek Hill really is, and he's making Waddle even better on the other side. Yeah, he's uncoverable, and you can argue it both ways. You could say, does Waddle make Tyreek better, or does Tyreek make Waddle better? I don't know. The point is, they're both good. And uh, Bridgewater was very serviceable, right? He did a good job in two stead. Now two is hopefully coming back because I got him. I want to use him. So I'm looking forward to a big game this week against the Steelers. And I, I got to like uh, Miami now. I mean, look, Pittsburgh, what are they doing right now? 
Yeah, it's got to be a big game for Miami, especially in a division with yep. the Jets all yep. of a sudden becoming four and two, which we'll talk about. Miami's looking up at the Jets, thinking, "Man, that plane's flying a little too high for me." And what was that Jets record you said? Oh, four and two, baby, four man, and two. Oh, we'll man. talk about it. Gee. So let's go a little bit of running backs here on the fantasy side. We said Leonard Fournette, Tampa Bay. He's coming off a game, twenty-one rushes, sixty-three yards, but he had six targets, six receptions, a receiving touchdown, and twenty-two points. Playing at Carolina, fifteen projected. I love Leonard Fournette. I think his game and the the receiving game has come a long way in the last two years and having Mike Evans and Godwin and who knows about Julio Jones coming back and eventually all these secondary guys, the corners have to be playing a little bit further back. That's why the check down game is so important in fantasy. Yeah, and you know, Lenny, uh, God, he's getting to work, isn't he? And uh, you just got to love him because he works hard, he hits the hole hard, uh, but he's got great soft hands uh, in the check down mode. And lately, that's where he's making his money because that offensive line can't make a hole, right? They just don't protect him. They're not giving Brady as much time as he needs for the deep looks. So that's why Godwin's so, God so important. Fournette and check down so important. And that's become uh, Tampa's game. And they're getting a little bit, they're struggling in the red zone. That's why suck-ups doing a great job. Well, it does show how much they're missing Gronkowski. I mean, yeah, he's retired. He's Absolutely. not playing, but he, him and Brady and their connection, having them to go up the middle eight yards, eight yards, it was a huge difference and it gave the receivers a little bit more room on the outside to work. So yeah, we'll so, see how that yeah, plays you out. you got to see how they, they work on that offensive line. I mean, they'll make it better. It'll get better. Next running back, Alvin Kamara out of New Orleans. He's coming off a 19-rush game, 99 yards, 9 targets, 6 receptions, 25 yards, 18 points, didn't find the end zone. Playing at Carolina this Thursday, 17 projected points. I think Kamara finds the end zone this Thursday. He has to. I mean, look, he's finally looking healthy. He's playing hard. And he's been, uh, you know, uh, he's been getting a good deal because all the receivers have been out. No Michael Thomas, right? Alave got hurt. It's just, uh, it's been just him. Yeah, he has been losing touches to Tyson Hill in the yeah, back. He's been touches. getting a couple of touches here and there, maybe a couple of touchdowns. But I think it's good to have someone else they can rely on. Uh, right now, they've had the quarterback issues. Andy Dalton's been back there. And Andy Dalton, not a tier one quarterback by any stretch. Serviceable, but he's not even Jameis Winston. So we'll see now when Winston eventually comes back how Kamara's game should improve. Yeah, I mean, the Red Rock is just running a little low on rocket fuel. He's just not looking that good. Uh, basically, he's trying to manage the game. I'd like to see Winston back, but, you know, he's got issues with his back and everything else. So I'm not sure if that's happening this week or not. Um, but otherwise, I mean, New Orleans, what's really hurting them more than anything else is their defense. It was supposed to be a league leading this year. Where is it? People are running on him. You know, the secondary is a little weak. Lattimore is hurt. So I, I think it's going to be an interesting game against Arizona. Uh, but I, I like uh, I like Kamara to have a good game. Yeah, I think they're going to be <clears throat> points scored in this game. Arizona at home, and then they got DeAndre Hopkins coming back. I think that's going to really boost the offense. I think it's going to be uh, a confidence booster for Murray to know he has his WR1 back on the field. Yeah, just remember, they're missing Brown now. They're still missing Connor, looks like. So they're not really healthy completely, but they, uh, they're really putting a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. And if they put a lot of pressure on, uh, on, Rock, on Dalton, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, next, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Carolina, 13 rushes, 69 yards, also eight targets, seven receptions, 89 yards. Um, playing Tampa Bay this week, it's going to be a tough front going against the Tampa defense, yep. 17 yep. projected points. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey will have a great week. I think uh, at home he usually plays a little bit better, so I see him getting in the end zone, but it's going to be tough sledding most of the day for him. Yeah. Panthers right now are in sell mode. Uh, no. You know, the Robbie Anderson thing on the sideline wasn't too great for him. 
Got so, rid of the coach. Now they're starting to dump players. Uh, it's like McCaffrey's playing in purgatory. You right? know what they say? Best job in the world is a fired NFL coach, right? <laughs> you know, nothing like a 400K plus contract for the next four years guaranteed to not work. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen. McCaffrey, a little uh, talk out there about a possible trade. I really don't think that's going to happen. He's probably too expensive. Well, they've taken two offers already, but it seems like they almost want two first rounders or first and huge talent. So we'll see. I mean, if you're a contender right now, he can make a difference on a team. Imagine oh, he's a him difference going maker. to the Buffalo Bills. Oh, forget it. They have no running backs, relatively speaking, right? I mean, not distant singletary, but McCaffrey instead, with his pass catching ability, that's all over. Yeah. Super Bowl. What about LA to the Rams? I mean, the Rams right now need a spark in that team. Yeah, but they still need offensive line fix. So uh, Buffalo would be Super Bowl with McCaffrey. All right. So uh, let's talk about the New York Jets. Oh, baby, the New York Jets, four and two underdogs in six straight games. I think one of the only teams to win four games after being a dog for six to beat the Green Bay Packers, 27 to 10. Huge win against the banged up Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we're going to preview this game. Jets at Denver uh, opened up Denver minus three. It's down to Denver minus two. And I think the over under is changing a little bit. But I love the Jets. I love the defense. Kahuna, what do you think? Well, after what they just did to Green Bay, right? The NFC uh, North, uh, league leaders, championship, uh, two-time MVP, Aaron Rodgers, they embarrassed him. And you got to say, is that a mistake? Is Green Bay that bad? I don't think Green Bay is that bad. They got plenty of issues. But are the Jets that good? Again, like the Giants, I don't know if they're that good, but they're playing hard and they're playing tough. The defense is playing tough. This is what we expected last year with Salah coming from the San Francisco defensive uh, defensive coach. I mean, the energy that he was bringing, I didn't really see it translate. First year head coach last year, but it's obviously translating in the locker room and within the players. And let's talk about the corner sauce, you know, sauce Gardner. I think he's a Revis 2.0. And when you can have someone... But, uh, I mean, we're not going to call him Revis just yet. He's four or five games in, but yeah, he's no, playing unbelievable. No. He has an unbelievable track record. He's the real deal, and I love it because it changes what you can do with a defense. A little hot sauce. I'm going to call him hot sauce. And that, that, that pick that was called back, I mean, I don't know how they call that back. And he barely, barely, I mean, it touched the ground. I don't know. I didn't like it. I mean, look, you're, you're an ultimate perennial Jet fan. I get it. You love him. Um I, I kind of like him now. They're getting a little bit under my skin. You know, I'm starting to believe in him. But every time I talked about it, I always preferred Flacco because Flacco could throw the ball. Wilson's not throwing a ball. He's just trying to manage the game, let the defense do the work, let the running game take care of itself. I mean, what did he put up last game? Like 110 yards or something? That's not how you really win games. The last time the Jets were successful was what Mark Sanchez throwing the ball here and there. I mean, we didn't have the receiving. They were afraid of him throwing the ball. And right now they're afraid of Zach Wilson. So no, I think you're completely wrong on that. I think they have all the confidence in the world in him. But when you got two running backs like Brace Hall and Michael Carter that could run the rock for you 18, 19 times a game and get you four or five yards per carry and catch the ball, you run the ball with offensive line and we have the receivers. Now, Elijah Moore, he wasn't happy not getting any targets. How are you going to keep these guys happy if you don't? Don't throw them. I mean, how do you get Garrett Wilson uh, better if you're not throwing him the ball? And Corey Davis, yeah, he's a good player. He's going to, no problem. Tyler Conklin's involved. But if you don't throw the ball, you're going to have a problem. I'm just saying they need to kind of amp it up a little bit in the, in the passing game. I agree. But maybe going to the Green Bay, going to the Packers home stadium, maybe they had a different mindset. Hey, we're going to run the ball. We don't want to turn it over. We don't want to give Aaron Rodgers a short field. So maybe it was the game planning. Um, this week, though, a little different. Yep. Playing Denver. Yep. Denver seems to always have our number. I remember in... 
oh geez, it was two thousand long time ago, maybe two thousand twelve. We were playing Tim Tebow and the and Denver Broncos, <laughs> and I thought there's no way he's gonna beat us. And he goes that, out that's there. That's a and name for the best, Tim Tebow, right? Yep. I mean, I remember we were walking on air before that game, thinking, no way, bet the house, and we were off by a million miles. And Tebow, I love him, so I was okay with it. Well, Brees Hall, I'm loving him. Uh, and the wide receivers are very good. They need to get more involved. The defense is playing tough. So what do you think about Denver? I think Denver has a really, really shaky offense. I don't like what they're putting out there. Their running backs aren't happy. The receivers aren't happy. They're but, a disaster right now. But you know what? I looked at last week, Denver, L.A. Chargers. That line was minus four. I'm thinking Chargers have to win this game by 10. So I didn't like the line right away. So I thought there was something going on with Denver, and Denver could win the game. So Denver's defense is for real. It's going to be tough to score points. absolutely for real, especially their secondary, right? You can kind of run on them, but you don't want to be passing on them. And look what they did to Herbert. Just basically shut him down. But Denver bit themselves, uh, shot themselves in the foot with all his pass interference calls that moved the ball, end up costing the game. But yeah, their defense is for real. But look at what they got going on in offense. I don't know if it's the coaching. I don't know if it's Russell Wilson, who's looked terrible. I don't know if it's uh, the running back situation, because after Javante Williams left, Melvin Gordon, he's out there. He's a fumble man. Next thing you know, he's sitting for a half, right? Got benched. Why? For Latavius Murray? Come on. Something's fishy. And Corlin Sutton, hardly seeing the ball. These guys are maybe 50% on their receiving. So it's broken right now. And if the defense for Denver well, doesn't... all that said, they still almost beat the Chargers with Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler and Mike Williams. So there's a, a lot to be said for keeping your team in the game. I think the Jets' offense needs to come up and continue to build confidence. I think if our defense plays anything like we just played, yeah. we should not give up more than you know 14 points. Right. So the Jets should win 21-14 on that. I'm liking the Jets to take this one uh, 23-19. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's do some locks of the week. Lock of the week. I'm going to take a look at Kansas City at San Fran. Kansas City, yeah, they just lost to Buffalo, but okay. You and know. Kansas City minus three right now. Yeah. So, you know, and, and going to San Fran is tough. And San Fran has had a really, really good defense to start the season. But they're hurt. They got a lot of guys hurt on the back end. And their running game got shut down completely last week, right? Jeff Wilson did nothing. Um so I'm not liking San Fran right now. They're, they're, they're kind of broken. Yeah, I like Kansas City as well. I think San Fran's a good team. I still have a lot of faith in George Kittle, who's been kind of underperforming throughout the year. Uh, but right now, Mahomes coming off a loss to the Bills. Tough loss, great game. But I don't think he's going to lose two in a row. I think it's not a big deal for him to travel to other places. He's been in big playoff games, Super Bowls, and he still performs. I wish they had a little bit more Tyreek action because I think the Chiefs offense is really missing him and haven't really replaced him. Yeah, Juju had a big touchdown, but he should have been tackled on the 20. Yeah. Uh, the running game. Game's doing okay, but I do like Mahomes here. I think they can put up more points than San Fran. And I agree. I, guess. I, I, I think at a very minimum, Kansas City will move the ball better than San Fran will. And Kansas City could maybe beat him by, you know, a touchdown, I mean, a field goal or two. I still like Kansas City taking this thing 27 at 20. Yeah, I think uh, that sounds good. And again, San Fran, good team at home, different team than when they're traveling to the East Coast. They are coming off a little bit of an embarrassment in Atlanta. So I think they'll they'll bring their A game, but I'm still going to trust Mahomes, a former MVP, to go out there, him and Kelsey, get it done, get the win. How about another game? Let's look at, uh, how about the Texans at uh, the Las Vegas Raiders? What do you think about that? I think there's a lot to, to think about. I think the Raiders are a team that need to find an identity. I think Devontae Adams... Um, 
these next three games for him can make or break a season after the, the big push on the camera with the guy running through. Just not a good look for him, of course. You know, neither it's what it is, but when you get uh, something captured like that and everyone in the world's talking about it, can yep. he come back off that and have a strong performance? I think they'll want to get him in the end zone early, shake that off, and get the Raider Nation going 100% behind him. You know, the Raiders need this game badly, right? One of four. Uh, they're at home, and I think you're right. They're going to get Adams involved. But guess what happened two games leading into the bye? Josh Jacobs, right? They let him run finally, giving him the ball, and he was making stuff happen. I think if the Raiders go ahead and use the philosophy, because the Texans' defense is better in the secondary than it is on the run. Move the ball with Josh and then open it up for play action. And somebody we got to figure out if Waller's playing or not. We got to get Waller involved a little bit because that opens up Adams, Renfro, everybody else. And we're talking Renfro now coming back possibly. And that is a little bit of a change. I have a better slot guy there. But Devontae Adams, I mean, him and Aaron Rodgers are really missing each other. I mean, yeah. you could see every time he got sacked by the Jets, he's thinking, where's my Devontae? Right, you sure. could almost see the, the cartoon caption where he's looking for Devontae. And, but, and Houston too. I mean, Houston's a feisty team but really more so at home. So going to Las Vegas, I don't see what they have. They got the good running game, and that's about it. Cooks is running out of gas. Uh, Mills. They got Damian Pierce, the running back rookie out of Florida. Absolutely. He's doing a great job. He's just getting the ball 20, 23 times a game, and he's moving it. But uh, the Raiders' defense has got to show up for this game, and they got this thing locked up. So I'm looking Raiders. What do you think? Give me a score. I think the Raiders need to have a statement win, so I think they need to win this game by about 10, 14 points. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think if the Raiders have another poor performance, then things are going to completely change for their season expectations. So at home, I think they need a big performance against the Houston team that really doesn't have much hope this year. Yeah, i like them probably to win like maybe, what, 31 to 20. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. All right, next game. Well, what do you think about the Seahawks and Los Angeles? Okay, well, I love uh, what Geno Smith is doing this year. Um, I've always, I've never been a huge Geno Smith fan just because of how things went with the Jets early on his career. Uh, but I think he's doing a good job. I think he took over a team that was somebody else's, Russell Wilson's team, for a long time. Not an easy p- uh, person to replace, especially in Seattle in the Super Bowl when they had. Well, everybody said he was done. We, we even kind of poo-pooed him early in the season. A little bit. I mean, I think it's because we like to make fun of him here and there. But him and DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, obviously DK has to do a little bit better catching the ball. He's getting a lot more targets than he's getting catches within a game, even though he is finding the end zone. Yep. And he's had a couple end zone drops. So he could have had six touchdowns this year. Yep. And Geno Smith is giving you that Russell Wilson dynamic where he can run the ball 20 yards here and there, get into the end zone. Uh, but I like the Chargers at home. I know the Chargers opened up minus seven. It's down to Chargers six and a half. I'd get it before it got back to seven. Eckler the last couple weeks has been dynamic. He's back to the Eckler everyone expected. Yeah, get him the pass. Uh, well, Mike Williams will have a bounce back week. He's kind of a week to week player, almost like an Amari Cooper, where he'll have a great week, a down week, a great week. And when is Keenan Allen coming back? If he's back, I think that changes the offense completely now for the Chargers, and then Chargers win it easy. Yeah, I, I like the Chargers to win it also, um, and and I cover the uh, the spread. I definitely think uh, Seattle. It's going to be a high scoring game because the defense is going to allow the run both ways. Um, and Seattle's going to give up some passing plays to Herbert. You know, it's not going to be like that Denver game. So uh, I, I do like the uh, the Chargers taking this at home uh, by at least a touchdown. And then maybe let's just talk a little bit about Detroit and Dallas. What do you think about that? 
Well, I think Detroit coming off the bye, maybe a little bit healthier. Dallas now, maybe Dak Prescott should be back. But if he's back, they have to win that game, and yep. they have to win convincingly. Yep. Um, I think the offense is the mindset's going to change for Dallas. Uh, but Detroit has been a good team this year. It's a game I personally would stay away from because I think Detroit can be sneaky good. And I know they're coming off a rough loss against New England. But uh, Dallas is coming off a huge emotional loss against the Eagles uh, within the division. So I don't know how much that will play into it. Of course, having a rested team in the NFL always makes a difference, I feel. So I stay away from it. I think uh, if I had to pick a side, I'm going to take Dallas to to kind of bounce back and stay within reach of the Eagles and the Giants. But um, that's where I'm leaning. Yeah, I definitely like Dallas with the points. I think this is going to be a sneaky higher scoring game. Um, And I think uh, as long as Prescott is back, Zeke is running well. You can run against Detroit. Pollard may get a breakout game. And, uh, you know, uh, getting C.D. Lamb worked up and uh, Gallup. I, I really, really love Dallas in this one. And uh, I think that, that's an easy pick for me. And one more game. Let's talk Colts at Tennessee. This oh. is a game that we're, we're kind of on opposite sides. We talked about it. Tennessee minus two and a half. I think Tennessee coming off the bye at home. Now they got word they're getting a brand new stadium. Derrick Henry has his breakout game against the Colts this week. Now I know you're on the opposite side. Yeah, yeah. Taylor's coming back and you think the Colts have the number here. But what do you think about this game? You know, if Taylor it comes back, and that's where I'm going to hinge it on, right? If Taylor comes back, it's going to set up that dynamic of, you know, um, keeping Tennessee honest and it's going to allow Matt Ryan to open it up with Pittman and now Pierce because now it's an extra weapon. So I really like uh, controlling the game, controlling the time and uh, just let Jonathan Taylor do the damage. Maybe Neon Himes is and back. I'm going against them this week. So I'm on the opposite side there for multiple go. reasons. So, so I'm going to go with Derrick the Henry is coming back and he's coming back strong. 100 plus yards for him. All right. There we are. All right. Well, we want to thank our sponsors, Steel Pixel Studios. We want to thank our producer, Ben Orr. Of course, go Jets. Continue the great vibes, four and two. And of course, have a good bye week, Eagle fans, but uh, Eagles six and oh. So everyone have a great weekend. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you for listening to Kahuna and the Wasco. And real, and real quickly, just a uh, shout out for those Giants. We'll see. What you a shout out to the Giants. You have to. Five and one. You kidding me? Oh.